0: so when was your last checkup oh no not you although that's important too but when was your last vehicle checkup when it comes to service nobody knows your chevy better than your local chevy dealer go to chevydrivechicago.com to schedule an appointment today
1: Dave Plyer, 720 wgn so it was nearly a decade ago when the saturday morning cartoon block that several generations grew up with disappeared from the small screen and we thought we'd take a look back at some of the best of the best with the author of Watching TV, Wally Pedrozic, and TV children's historian Jim Ingle, who's also executive vice president of Premium Surge Promotions. You know, Saturday morning cartoons, gentlemen, back in the 1950s and 60s, we were watching Soupy Sales, Sherry Lewis, Mr. Wizard, Captain Kangaroo, and a lot of reruns, westerns, maybe a little Mighty Mouse. But you still started
2: to see the beginnings of cartoons. I was checking, uh, Rough and Ready was an NBC offering from Hanna-Barbera in 1958. Oh. Oh, Mighty Mouse was. Uh, Mighty in, Mouse Playhouse. Mighty was Mouse a big Playhouse one. in the yeah. 1950s. And those stood out if you were a kid at the time watching them because it's, as you said, you had the live action, you had the uh, the adventures, and then you had, oh, my stuff, well, mainly cartoons.
0: Yeah, the other thing about, about the two you mentioned is that uh, Rough and Ready's actually being created for TV at that point whereas the Mighty Mouse stuff was was, was reruns repaid. of theatrical yeah. repackaged theatrical
1: as, yeah. as well as Bugs Bunny and some of these others obviously right yeah. and
0: the Bugs Bunny show I think in particular which everyone remembers fondly the great thing about it was you know in those days nobody thought it was okay to just run back to back cartoons theatrical so they made great bumpers just for that show and of course that theme song which nobody could ever forget
1: no and that was done in the 60s I think that, or originally yeah which right. I only realized that recently because now I, I was born in 67 so mm-hmm. I grew Mm-hmm. More in the seventies, and all of these black and white little um bumps in between were colorized no for that show
0: weren't they? no, they were done for color a lot of a lot of cartoons if it wasn't in color oh, a lot of cartoon shows okay. were made in color. Um, anticipating color um the other thing about the Bugs Bunny show was was that um the package of cartoons that it ran with the Looney Tunes and Mary Melodies from 48 to 69 so if you grew up in Chicago you you saw your Warner Brothers cartoons on WGN
1: and Ray Rayner and that was
0: one package and you saw the old stuff basically the 30s and 40s things and then then this show had the late 40s stuff into the very end so like the really lousy last end of runner cartoons and stuff but so it for me as a kid who loved the Warner Brother stuff it was a great way to see the stuff I wasn't seeing every day on Channel Nine, you know? which,
2: which made it seem fresh and and energetic for you. Right. As, well, as, and those as were the viewer. later
0: cartoons too. So the really like stylized Chuck Jones things and things that seemed a little bit you know newer than what.
2: And that gets us to the answer to your uh, the opening tease, yeah. which is we're going to talk about the best uh, animation, yeah. Saturday morning animation. And if you ask me to name one character, it would be Bugs Bunny oh, because yeah. there should always be a Bugs Bunny because... That ties you back to the theatrical. It takes you through early TV when it was just playing locally, and then it takes you to this national stage, and that was a a big
0: deal. I knew as a kid when I was watching older cartoons versus newer cartoons, particularly just because of the difference in production from theatricals to TV, but imagine what some of those old cartoons look like to a kid right now. They must look like cave drawings in a certain sense. They're relatable, you know? Of
1: course, of course. There was, uh, uh, in the early, you know, there was Bugs Bunny, but there was also Top Cat and The Alvin Show. You said Mighty Mouse. Playhouse King Leonardo. Yeah. Short, short well, yeah,
0: yeah, that's one of the that's the first of the total television shows, which would be like Tennessee Tuxedo and yeah. Go Go Gophers and stuff. But
1: like Hanna Barbera in the '60s, that, that's really where it all started. Well,
0: right? Hanna Bar- yeah, Barbera started in '57, and Bill Hanna and Joe Barbera are the guys that created Tom and Jerry at MGM. So they started the studio with Rough and Ready in '57, and then Huckleberry Hound was syndicated. with mm. Draws, Flintstones in 1960. Well, and I never talked about this yesterday, and it's like, you know, as much as we grew up loving that stuff, you can't imagine the <laughs> guys that made those cartoons coming off of all those years of Hollywood production, how like bummed out they must have been to be making Huckleberry Hound and Ruff and Red. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, they're classics to us now. True. But at the time, it was considered like the lowest form of making cartoons. Flintstones was a primetime show. So that was always yeah. like the Simpsons of its time, it, wasn't it? Well, well, it really was. Well, yeah. I think till the Simpsons, it was the longest running, most successful yeah. uh, uh, primetime, primetime uh, yeah. uh,
2: animation. And, and the thing, when we talk about Saturday morning cartoons, you notice how we've slid into primetime because... Saturday morning would be um, almost like the Monkees had a primetime show, and then the same episodes end up playing as a Saturday morning yeah,
1: right, offering. Right,
2: and so, right. you, uh, in effect, that's the second or third life that some of these uh, creations had, which was to go on Saturday morning, where they found the audience that
0: was not their primetime audience.
1: I was just looking at this list. Tennessee Tuxedo, tuxedo Casper, Linus the Lionhearted, Milton the Monster. I don't remember that I one. love
0: Milton. Milton the Monster is actually one of my favorites. Milton the Monster was made by a guy named Hal Seeger, and he's also known for Batfink and um, the the remade Coco the Clown cartoons that if you're old enough ran like on Bill Jackson's shows and stuff. Oh, okay. But Milton the Monster was a cartoon show that you know is essentially created, I think, in the in the wake of stuff like uh, the monsters and the um and the Adams Family and oh, the okay. whole monster craze. It's a great show.
1: Yeah, Frankenstein Junior. and the Impossible Space Ghost, um, George of the Jungle, Fantastic Four. There was a Beatles cartoon show which I have, I think, a bootleg of. Yeah, but that's right so I said that has not, not been, been released. officially yeah. Uh, released. <laughs> yeah.
2: No, no. And and that Go gives ahead. an example of what happens when you say okay let's take these live action yeah. characters yeah. and turn them into cartoons. Yeah. In most cases, except for you know Ringo's nose, they're indistinguishable. As <laughs> oh, to I'm, which I got this.
0: I, I got it. Dis- I I love the designs of the Beatles cartoon show. They're they're great, simple designs. But it was really it was King Features cartoon, and it was okay. like the cheapest. I mean, if you watch them, they look like King they're drawn on a Popeye, too, paper, wasn't it? Right? Well, later, Popeye's, yeah, later. Yeah. Popeye's, yeah. But yeah. I think you know what you got by on was the music, obviously. Exactly
2: that that was the introduction. The voices were yeah, the voices
0: who who can tell yeah. and,
2: and and what it was is there was a little story in that real and then there was a, and let's do a song the and then yeah. there's a, a a little bit of a bumper and let's do another song and, and that's it yeah. but the thing is I remember uh, coming across Help uh, on the cartoon oh, sh- yeah, yeah, yeah. show, and, and it, your wow. bird
0: can sing was like the opening yeah. song for the second season. Somebody
1: just texted, "Like the new Three Stooges." That's exactly what it was. It was like a little live action,
0: and it was yeah, a yeah. Actually, cartoon. the new <laughs> Three Stooges was better animated than the, than the Beatles show. <laughs> yeah, which, know,
2: which may be why you haven't seen the Beatles animated yeah. uh, come out officially. Yeah. You,
0: you mentioned Frankenstein Junior. And I'll just toss out a little little factoid yeah. about that. If you you know the Japanese cartoons that came here and ended up syndicated and stuff like Gigantor, which was the giant mm. robot with the yeah. kid controlling it, Frankenstein Junior. Is just Hanna Barbera's ripoff of Gigantor. Uh, banana splits. Banana splits brought to you by Kellogg's. Kellogg's puts more in your morning. More nourishment. More flavor. More fun.
1: <laughs> now you were talking the. Uh Oh, was it Adventure Hour? See, it was only half hour yeah. when it was syndicated, oh, but yeah, the,
0: the Danger Island. But
1: <laughs> everything was sponsored. Everything had, sure. and it's some
0: you sold the shows to, yeah, to the advertisers.
1: Yeah, but at some point you had to do bumpers to def- differentiate because kids didn't understand what was a commercial versus well, what was well, some
2: adults thought, thought was you had to was do that it. the kids I, didn't kids distinguish
1: <laughs> kids knew perfectly well what was going on so that's why you something. got, you know we'll be right back with bozo circus after this we'll be right, right. back with more yeah, bugs yeah. bunny roadrunner and so forth uh, 312 Her- herculoids deputy dog space ghost Thunderbirds, Wait, Diver Dan.
0: That's every cartoon ever made. <laughs> every right. cartoon ever made. Well, <laughs> Herculoids was a, is Hercules, is also in, enjoying a uh, renewed interest, but Herculoids was another entry of Hanna-Barbera's um, um, adventure, superhero, which sure. was a science fiction.
1: Cartoon. Now, what about uh, Banana Splits? Uh, who produced this show? I know Don Sandberg well, was a Splits, part of this, right?
0: Banana Splits was a Hanna-Barbera show, and Don Sandberg left Bozo's Circus Sandy to go the there tramp. to work yeah. on that show. And the characters, costumes were created and the sets were created by Sid Marty Croft before they were known for H.R. Puff and stuff. And so so that was their first beginning in that costumed um, cartoon character type show. And then after they did that, they kind of felt like they were kind of giving it away. They're like, you know, we're giving people million dollar ideas and that's when they created Puff and stuff for themselves, and that was the beginning of the Sid and Marty Croft empire. What are we talking about? McDonald's. Right at well, the they time? also, Sid and Marty Croft were hired um, by McDonald's agency to develop McDonald land, which didn't exist in commercials at that point. And uh, I guess they the story goes that they were told that uh, it was on hold or it wasn't going to happen, but it was going to happen, and the agency hired some Croft people instead. So the Crofts um, ended up suing um, Hannah, I'm um, Hannah Bryce, Crofts ended up suing McDonald's. For a copyright infringement, uh, saying that basically McDonald Land was too dependent on on uh, Living Island and nature, which and you stuff. would think it was, yeah, yeah, yeah and they yeah. won. They, it's a rare instance where McDonald's lost a lawsuit to somebody, but the Croft supposedly had a million dollar check framed in their office for years afterwards as evidence.
1: All right, so before we go to break, I'm going to play a little RHR puff and stuff because that is absolutely it's one classic, of the best theme story. songs of any show. It really is. Let's take a listen. So, Jim, you were mentioning that uh, you know these themes uh, well that, yeah, told the story.
0: Yeah, those are like like the live action equivalent of Gilligan. Island or Green Acres by the time or the Beverly Hillbillies by the time you heard the opening song you knew the whole premise of the show if you've never you, seen an episode and you could go right into the program
1: absolutely alright mo- there's more Saturday Morning Cartoons next on 720 WGN oh, nah, I didn't care about them it's, it's Dave Flyer on 720 WGN we're talking about the greatest Saturday morning cartoons of all time with Wally Pedrozic and Jim Engle. So talked a little bit about, and there's a ton of text coming in that we have to get to, and a couple of phone calls. So hang in there. But we were talking about Super Friends, and uh, yeah. how my, and my son loves that because there's so many uh, uh, superhero animated shows on now that are too 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 much for my too, too
0: intense too way too, too dark. intense. Yeah,
1: but you know, at some point uh, in the '60s. Batman, Aquaman hour, Superman, uh, Batman, Superman hour. You started seeing these superheroes obviously becoming a big part of Saturday mornings.
2: And and that was one of those transformations of, oh, I'm a kid and my favorite thing is comic books and they're coming to TV. Yeah. And that was a, a major jump. Uh, it, sure. it transformed it from something that was just your little private uh, uh, indulgence into something that you could share with your friends and uh, 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 d- during your favorite uh, TV viewing time, which, you know, which the, would be in the Saturday morning. The slot. Batman
0: TV show, you know, obviously started a superhero craze in this. Sure. I vividly remember in 67 being so jacked that Spider-Man and the Fantastic Four were both going to be on Saturday oh, right. morning. Yeah. And uh, Superman, you know, the filmation originally did the Superman, and interesting, they used um, Bud Collier mm-hmm. as the voice, and he was Superman on radio. Oh, uh, okay, 40s, okay, and and uh, yeah, and then that started the whole influx of all the um, superhero shows. Hanna Barbera got in on it. You know, you mentioned Super President earlier, Space Ghost, uh, yeah. Mighty Might or you know, and the voice of in the Hall of Justice oh, was, that was that was Ted Knight. Who else was from the Mary voice Tyler of Aqu- Aquaman? Oh, was he really? Yeah. And, and, and Casey Kayson was Robin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Casey Kasem was yeah. doing a lot of cartoon yeah. work back then.
2: Well, yeah. And and the thing is that was um a a, a fun way to see the superhero stories though even then though they were more gentle than even the comic books and the comic books had not yet gone over the dark yeah certainly not dc
0: ones had no um
2: and um we were talking also a little bit um about theme songs and such and as you were listening to that theme song come in and i think of uh uh, and any of these series is that it's almost as important to have a memorable theme song. Like Spider-Man. That's <laughs> uh, Spider-Man, <laughs> totally true. exactly. Oh, yeah. Best
0: of, all of Oh, yeah. yeah. Or,
2: or, or ending with the Mary Marvel Marching Society yeah, theme exactly. song. I mean, things like that where you remember that more than you remember Although, a particular adventure.
0: I'll toss into Hanna-Barbera had incredible music for their adventure. Show. Oh, yeah. The Johnny Quest theme is one of the best. TV themes of any show. And even the Fantastic Four show didn't even have an actual song. It just had sound effects and dramatic music and stuff. But and I
1: don't want to sound like I'm 90, but it's true. Themes don't mean much in television today, unfortunately. No, but it's no. one of the
0: things like catchphrases. I mean, there are people... Today. My wife yeah. can sing the theme song to Spider-Man, you know? Um, and, and much <laughs> so can Homer yeah. Simpson. <laughs>
1: nice. How about you, Phil? You've got a couple of favorites. You're on 720 WGN.
0: You know, in the morning, was always uh, Felix the Cat and Top Cat. Yeah, Top it, Cat was a huge cat one. You know, Top Cat, was, Top cat Felix the Cat was great, too. Top Cat, another, and actually Felix the Cat, another one of the great theme songs. Right,
2: I mean, the first thing I think of is the Felix the Cat theme yeah, song.
0: Yeah, A Top Cat, of course, Top Cat had a great theme song, too, but Top Cat was Hanna-Barbera's half-hour show that was essentially the cartoon take on Bilko with, uh, oh, with interesting. Arnold Stang doing yeah. the, to the Phil Silvers. Wish, well, but some was
1: of a- the- they always say Flintstones was the Honeymooners, right? Yeah, well, it Well, was. right, right.
2: Yeah, and, right. And, and and there you have the half-hour
0: package yeah. of
2: a story as opposed to short
1: cartoon uh, uh, segments.
0: So what was the Jetsons, Dave? Do you know? Uh, no. Jetsons was Blondie.
1: Oh, no? yeah, I guess so. Look at that thing. I would have not known that. What was Scooby-Doo? <laughs> I do know. Yeah, it was, someone Dobie, actually it was mentioned? Dobie Gillis. Dobie with, Gillis. With the dog added. Look at that. Look at that. And we'll talk about Scooby in a little bit. Al, you're on 720 WGen. What was
0: one of your favorites or your hey. one of your questions?
1: Yeah, hey guys, are you remembering a show called Tom Foolery from the early '70s on NBC?
0: Well, I'm aware of it. I'm not remembering it.
1: It says uh, it was. I didn't, Norma. I didn't watch it.
0: It said it was based on the works of Edward Lear. They f- totally run out of subjects and topic for TV. so it, Edward Lear qualified at that point. It was. Go ahead. I'm sorry, buddy.
1: It was kind of like psychedelic for its era.
0: Yeah, I do. They
1: remember. had these weird characters, like they had a, a, a fish ball, a fish in a bowl that would like walk around and. There was a guy who had like an umbrella head.
0: Yeah, it was a it was a Rankin bash I do. I mean, I remember the characters. It's not a show that I watched. This so I'm not. Gonna... Um, it was
1: also produced by Rankin and Bass from Rudolph and all those other good ones. And uh, other cartoon well. shows. It's a requiem for Saturday morning cartoons, and there's more next on 720 WGN.
2: Hey, fire. WGN.
1: We are taking a nostalgia look back at Saturday morning cartoons, gone but not forgotten. So, in the early 1970s, uh, we were watching Bugs Bunny, The Pink Panther, Scooby-Doo, they all ruled the roost. But in 1972, Fat Albert made its debut, and despite the controversies surrounding its creator, Fat Albert and the Cosby Kids had a significant impact on pop culture uh, during its original run. Let's take a listen. Classic. Classic. I wonder who was singing that song uh,
0: I don't know <laughs> like Ted
1: Albert himself of course of yeah. course but, but that, remember that, that, Ted that, Albert who
0: would always like <laughs> drug his girlfriends and stuff do you remember <laughs> No. Don't remember that. Now,
1: there was Josie and the Pussycats, too, and one of the voices of Josie and the singers was Cherylette, who we're going to have on in about uh, 20 minutes or so. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was... Uh, uh, well,
0: there were the Archies before that, which was Archies. another hugely yeah. successful yeah. thing. And actually, I mean, you know, uh, hit records and everything. I was a big Archies. Oh, I watched the show, but I also love the music.
2: And, and that gets to the whole idea of bringing uh, to life performers except in that case of course the archies weren't real life performers yeah. that were given a cartoon they were sure. cartoon uh creations that became hit recording artists
0: but tvs
2: but but i want to transition into tv people that is uh when when you're looking at uh this uh, the story of fat albert you're looking at the story of let's bring people that we've heard about and yeah. turn them into cartoons. Right, right, right. And the next step was to do things that were in uh, the Fonzie or... Um, family uh, or partridge Laverne Family. The Brady really. kids. In, out, in, yeah. in, in outer uh, space. Yeah. Uh, Gilligan's Planet. I know, that was Planets. crazy. Yeah. Oh, I forgot
1: about Gilligan's, Gilligan's Planet. Gilligan's Planet,
2: as well as the new adventures yeah. of Gilligan and, of course, uh, Star Trek, getting back to like a half-hour uh, solid story uh,
1: format. Do you remember um, the oddball couple? In the early seventies, it was supposed to be based. It wasn't very good. It was. It was based on the Ad Couple, of course. Yeah. 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 Um, And then we're Speed Buggy, um, Hong Kong Fui. Which there's several people who have sent me a note. Yeah, Hong Kong
0: Fui is kind of beloved too. Yeah, it's got a good theme. Let's
1: take a listen.
2: Who is this superhero, Sarge? No. Rosemary, the telephone operator. No. Henry, the mild-mannered janitor. Could be. Hong <laughs> Kong, Kong Poo-ee. number one
1: super guy. Hong Kong. Kong Poo-ee. Love that.
0: Imagine that flying today, Hong <laughs> yeah. Kong food.
1: Yeah, no, that would it's not go. Scatman Crothers, though, it's good voice. Not going today. Scooby-Doo, you talk about different iterations of a show, um, you know, besides the superheroes. That one has started, started in 69. You can still see different iterations, which are really not that great. I love watching some yeah, of the Yeah, a originals. lot of different
0: cartoon forms, but also the success of the movies and stuff like that. I mean, okay. Scooby-Doo is the thing that will not die. no. and and, the most astonishing
2: thing looking (laughs) at it is uh, you can criticize cartoons for being formula but my god that is formula to a T I mean if you've seen one you have seen every Scooby-Doo I will
0: say this and just from an artistic standpoint even though I was never a fan of Scooby-Doo their designs were by a guy named Iwo Takamoto who did some of the great designs of Wacky Races and all those those cartoon shows so they're they're, at least for me the character wise are interesting to look at but yeah if you've seen one Scooby-Doo you've probably seen them all unless you're the right age we talk about this too. The golden age, like the, the remark in comics, is the golden age is when you were twelve. Sure, and I think with cartoons you could go younger. Really? Yeah, you go. So I don't fault you know in the same way that I would never fault anybody that loved um, Barney. Yeah. because they were the right age for it. Same thing's true of any cartoon. I mean, you know, we're all a certain age or roughly a certain age in this room. Right. Uh, but, you know, these things mean a lot to the people who encounter them when they encounter them at the right age, regardless of what we may think of them.
1: 708 uh, asked, don't remember if it was Saturday morning, but uh, loved Draw McGraw, and Ricochet Rabbit.
0: Well, Draw McGraw was, was syndicated, but um, it was a Hanna-Barbera. And it's considered, per, you know, perhaps yeah. the funniest Hanna-Barbera series. And, and Ricochet Rabbit was on the McGillagorilla show. Um, and that was a cartoon I loved. Hippo Hurricane Howler. That's that's Peter Potamus' power. Oh, okay. He would do the, okay. time for the hippo hurricane holler, and then he'd blast like air out of his throat. And...
1: Jabberjaw. I remember that in the 1980s. That's from Seven Seven Three yeah, Two. What, what character
0: is that based on? Uh, <laughs>
1: it's
0: curly. It's Curly. Of the oh, three that's right. Students. It is. That's right. I think right. they might even have been sued over that
1: have they were they, were they really they were. that's right it was For a lot of yuck 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 i remember that yeah that's absolutely true um a couple of the other ones here i have grape ape. i remember great babe mm-hmm. um baggy pants and the nitwits there was the yeah. sc- scooby laugh olympics too right right at the height of like the 76 olympics all of a sudden
0: yeah there was yogi's laugh olympics which was cool because it was every Hanna Barbera character yeah if for you that wasn't totally bastardizing your love of Hanna-Barbera characters as it was for Wally and myself.
2: <laughs> but, but then it comes back to introducing these characters to new right. generations. Yeah, there was and so you space need something race. fresh. Yeah. yeah, space was a was a preferred uh, mode. Josie yeah. goes into space, Gilligan yeah, right, goes right. into space. Yeah.
0: Yogi goes into space.
1: I forgot about that Yogi. 630, my little brother's favorite cartoon, was Teenage... Mutant Ninja Turtles, another, um,
0: another property that will not die—that yeah. comes back in a million different iterations.
1: Uh, let's see here—is the Boomerang Channel still around? It is. Beanie and Cecil, Crazy Cat, uh, Beetle Bailey, Go Go Gophers. Oh, those
0: are Crazy Cat and Beetle Bailey were King Features cartoons based on the comic strips. Okay. Go All Go right. Gophers was, of course, a, a total television. That's another one with a good theme song, actually. Hi, Dave.
1: Born in '67, myself. Scooby Doo, Looney Tunes. You mentioned uh, most already. I'll throw in Super Friends, Mighty Dog. Mighty dog. Uh, I remember mighty dog speed racer, but that was a syndicated as well. HR puff and stuff and witchy poo. That's Sue, uh, from Elmwood park. Uh, Filmation series Space Academy Jason of Star Command Arc 2 do you remember any of those I
0: remember them yeah I mean Filmation Filmation shows were kind of stock for how uh, they're easy to parody and people have done mm-hmm. it because of how sort of like slowly paced and mm-hmm. non-action oriented they were but you know like Wally mentioned earlier the Star Trek show I mean they had stories I guess uh,
1: uh, a Di- Woman and uh Woman and Dina Girl, Dina Girl. Yeah, of, that was Croft of course that's and, coming
0: back too I believe if it hasn't already
1: and we've got a bunch talking about Schoolhouse Rock and in the news and we're going to do that next on 720 WGN. How classic is that? It's Dave Plyer on 720 WGN along with Jim Ingle and Wally Pedrozic. We're talking about the greatest Saturday morning cartoons of all time. I had one of the composers and performers, uh, Bob Duro, who did a lot of that on a couple years ago when it was the, I think it was the 40th anniversary of the show and he, when I l- heard his voice It's so iconic of Schoolhouse Rock, but there was these educational little things that happened in between the cartoons. ABC had Schoolhouse Rock and CBS had In the News. And that comes back to...
2: People saying we've got to make this more than just one long commercial. Yeah, it's educate when, when, the kids when, too. When, when yeah. people have been tuning out favorites, and do you remember this, do you remember that? Uh, they aren't remembering education. They aren't remembering yeah. what did I learn? They're just having this warm, fuzzy feeling. So I like these characters and it was, it was entertaining. And the thought was, let's do more with uh, kids TV, especially Saturday morning and sneak in education. And even if they don't, think they're learning anything the the, the theme songs the musical yeah. riffs uh that's a great tool absolutely um, yeah. and i'm just un- a bill there's and just and those
1: are a particularly well done yeah very I mean, well some done. of
0: them really i blossom deary one of my favorite singers did one of the, i forget which one of the, the one where the little girls ice skating really <laughs> slowly on the ice and yeah they're great
2: the unfortunate thing is when it goes too much the other direction and say let's make this
1: either preachy or lectury type educational which is more the stuff that's on now Actually, yeah I think it's and preachy.
2: and so yes that could be interesting but it, it's not really kids because the whole idea of watching cartoons saturday morning cartoons it was your time right you controlled it that's you true. wanted to watch it and it wasn't and you wanted
0: to watch it yeah you were it wasn't waiting for twice. that to happen. You're totally well, right. Saturday yeah. morning was. I, I mean, I remember joining, a, like, in a, in a moment of insanity as a kid, joining a Saturday morning bowling league and quitting after about three weeks because I was missing cartoons. You know? Yeah, basically,
1: getting out of the house for baseball was kind of tough. In the news, uh, which was done by Christopher Glenn, I actually had a chance to talk to him. Um, we uh, uh, inducted him to the Radio Hall of Fame uh, way back when, uh, the year that he passed away. And I remember. Uh, we nominated him. I called him to congratulate him, and he passed away before accepting his his oh, award. Yeah. But a legendary uh, a newsman, and uh, and these were really educational. So I picked one just to give you a sense. It was airing from seventy one to eighty six. Let's listen to "In the News." Now think about that. There's nothing like that on yeah, today. That, I remember. That.
0: That episode, I hid under my bed for a month after I saw that episode.
1: (laughs) But you know what, my son, where he gets his news, he gets it on Snapchat. Like, I'll talk to him about a subject, he's got a whole different way to get the news, but, you know, that's how we got it as kids, really. We didn't watch the 10 o'clock news, we got little snippets on Saturday morning. So let's take this idea, put it into prime time, and educate adults.
0: And uh, move forward. From well, there. no offense yeah. to Christopher Glenn, but I was not a fan of in the news. That would that would actually be an example to me of something that was just it's a little a, too a, heavy, just a blockade to my watching. <laughs> I hear you. No, well, I, I hear what you're saying. Uh, yes,
2: I mean there's some things that you would, if you had a videotape recorder back then, which we didn't, you would skip over on the playback.
0: Yeah, hey, sure. well, and I talked about that too. You know, Saturday morning, y- you could compare notes. You know, uh, unlike now with binge watching and all the different ways in which people can choose when they watch stuff, you had to watch it then. And the other thing, I remember every. Every fall season was reading the listings and trying to decide which show I'm going to watch in this half hour because you didn't know what they were No, and you you had a guess and I remember a commercial switching over to see if the show on the other channel was better than the one I was watching so that next week I'd watch that show I was still a
1: kid in the early 80s but Fred and Barney meet the shmoo Mm-hmm. Uh, Fonz and the Happy Days gang. Um, you know, they were, you know, they had Vernon Shirley in the army. It was kind of. Fred some- and
0: Barney mixed with the shmoo from Little Abner, though. I mean, that has to be one of the weirdest of all. Uh, yeah.
2: And what we started to see more and more is a conscious self awareness of everything that came before.
1: Yeah. That's so, true. so
2: in other words, yeah. Let's put these together because we've done all of these uh, stories yeah. in, in in the normal setting. Let's take them as just say outer space or meeting other characters from 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 another genre. So, but to speak. But,
1: but you also mentioning about the packaging and the product placement and sure. some of the stuff. So you had Pac Man, the Smurfs. Alvin and the Chipmunks, Care Bears, Muppet Babies, and of course all the toys and stuff, He-Man. plush and He-Man that came after well, that. Like, exactly. Yeah,
0: and those were the shows that that really kind of called for the crackdown on shows that were based on on just toy products and stuff. I mean, you he had to he differentiate between. Joe hey, we're, we're going to commercial. My Little Pony. Yeah, those right. Were those entire commercials for those products. Pee-wee. Uh,
1: he, One of the high points of the eighties. Yeah, yeah. He started off with uh, on David Letterman, I believe. Right. Well, he
0: started as part of the Groundlings, which was an improv right. group in in L.A. And then they Part of what they created Was a show within their show Called the Pee Wee Herman show So it was like You were watching A 50s kids show And that became so popular They made an HBO special Out of it And then I think that And then with the TV appearances That led to the Saturday morning show And that was Cindy Lauper Singing that song
1: Was it really? Yeah I did not know that.
0: Oh, yeah. you are! I got the right guy I'm sitting here.
1: I'm telling you mm-hmm. right
2: now. I mean, I, I'm sitting here and saying, "Yeah, just, you, Jim, keep talking." I'm, I'm <laughs> yes, learning as, as we go along. That's awesome. but, but again, again, the point is that incredible self-awareness, self awareness, sure. self reflexivity of uh, what had happened in, uh, in kids' TV, and let's do and let's do it in our own way. That's right. what made I mean, TV uh, for kids. Uh, interesting, even as you pass the golden age of the 60s well, and 70s. And
0: Pee Wee in particular, I mean, Pee Wee was essentially a parody of a kid's show, you know, like something it's like Pink- so that, you know, older people would sort of get the joke. I mean, the cartoons were lame clips from 30s public domain cartoons and stuff, <laughs> Which but, is awesome. but my kids, I mean, we watched it. My, my wife yeah. and I and my kids watched it every week. We did The Secret Word. We yelled real loud. We did everything. And I, I think it's just one of the great shows. As an of all adult, time.
1: it was one of those things that crossed uh, over. Then there was Super Mario, Rescue Heroes, DuckTales, a lot of Disney stuff, obviously, on there. Batman Beyond. That was some of the darker stuff well, for Batman, Saturday Batman
0: Band was Yeah, Batman was taking the Batman animated show and kind of setting it in the future. Um, mm-hmm. But um, that's but that's a good show. I mean, I think all of the an, the recent animated um, superhero shows, Batman and Superman in particular, are quite good.
1: And there's some Tom and Jerry's that were on on the Saturday morning I just got from uh, 773 as well. And then there was Saved by the Bell, so go back to a little live action. And
0: was- <laughs> the show over? <laughs> <laughs> there you go.
2: That's a warm and fuzzy yeah. for uh, for that generation. It was. Uh, uh, oh, totally. It was like
1: the Brady Bunch. It's like those shows, Happy Days of Brady. It was very light silliness right it, indeed
2: it, yeah. was, it, it was not uh, let's celebrate uh, kids being uh, th- their worst right uh it was the no, kids that,
1: just that, being indulgent
0: they're kids at their best on that show
1: and then uh, pokemon T-Ti- teen Titans, shaggy and scooby get a clue but in 2014 it was all over really i mean there, there's some educational there's animal shows 2014 he, was the
0: end of that all over because it wasn't necessary anymore yeah and and that's not cartoons ex- are available everywhere. Yeah, it's
2: not exclusive to to Saturday morning cartoons. No, I mean, you can get it anywhere. It,
0: it's the Hulu, entire, Netflix, DVD, yes. your phone, you whatever. The funny thing is about stuff like that, though, it's one of those things. I remember when Bozo went off the air here <laughs> I, I, I got interviewed about that, and I said to somebody, you know, it's, I can't tell you how many people this week when Bozo went off there and oh, Bozo, I can't believe they're taking it off. Yeah, that's so tragic, Bozo. I love Bozo. You know, I didn't even realize it was still on. Saturday yeah. morning was like that. It's like oh, they're taking away but they, Saturday morning. A lot of people Do remember. they still have it? Twenty years ago, exactly. Yeah,
1: right. All right, real quick as we gotta go uh favorite best saturday morning cartoon of all time what oh, is yikes. your number one oh i don't know oh i, I said already bugs bunny yeah bugs bunny okay I,
0: I, I like beanie and cecil but and you know i think the best tv cartoon show of all time is huckleberry hound which had the lineup of huckleberry hound yogi bear and pixie and dixie mr jane
1: i'm gonna say just i'm gonna agree with bugs bunny but i runner-up super friends and i loved uh schoolhouse rock all right thanks gentlemen all right news is next here on 720 wgn